0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of Cookies and Beer. What's up, guys? What's going on? My voice sounds really cool because I'm sick. Yeah, dude. It's cold outside, which means I'm getting sick. And if anything solves being sick, it's going to be an ice-cold cider. No, this isn't a cider. Seltzer. Same shit. You 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 get judged equally. <laughs> Whether or not you have a cider or a seltzer, people look at you funny. As you should, because it's kind of ridiculous. But um, this brand fucks. Uh, what is it? Mighty Swell. Oh, they're from out here. That's why they're all over the place. (laughs) That makes sense Then, Man, this one's called Pink Colada. I had just realized the name of it right as I grabbed it. That's what she said. So we're going to test this one out. I haven't had this one. It's like a variety pack. Comes in four. Three of each. That's pretty fucking delicious. God damn it. I know I talk shit. I know I talk shit on seltzers, ciders, all of it, but sometimes, you know, you don't get too fat off of them, because they're, you know, low carb, it's basically just water and booze. Oh wait, maybe they're not from here, it says Memphis, but on the front of the can it says Austin. I don't know, I'm going to go with the front. I'm going to go with the front. (laughs) We got two of these. I didn't bring a glass. God dang it. Gotta drink them out of the the can that, you know, shaped like a dick. They make you go through that. Hopefully it cures my sickness. I am getting better, even though it sounds like, it sounds like I'm not. But (laughs) I fucking, it's getting cold out, which means I'm getting sick. I helped some family move from one side of the country to the middle of the country over a couple days and you know, you know what happens when you do road trips? You you usually eat eat like a garbage can. I mean, I'm talking because you're fucking trying to do like twelve, thirteen hour days, right? Of just driving. And you know, you can't do crack, because you know, that's illegal. So you go to the next best thing, which is energy drinks. And you go, if you're like me, I drink, you know, four to nine cups of coffee every single day. So it kind of it wears off after a while. My caffeine tolerance is, is at an all-time high right now. So you just start buying four packs of Monster instead of the, or like you look at the deals, you know, like when you walk into like a, a convenience store, You go back to the refrigerators that line the back wall, and you grab that you fucking find the door you want, door number seven. That that's the one that has the caffeine. Boom. On the front of those doors, you probably don't really realize it because you probably just don't buy you know five at a time, but they have deals. You know, like okay, buy three monsters and get one for a dollar, and then get the next one for free. And you're like, well, I guess I'm getting five monsters. It's called advertising, and it works almost every time, especially on dumb people like me. So I've just been fucking ripping through Monsters, Red Bull, uh, Bang Energy Drinks, uh, Ghost Energy Drinks, Celsius. I'm not, I'm very diverse in my energy energy drink of choice. I just like stuttered there. It's probably because I haven't had caffeine today. I'm trying to like, you know, life is all about balance. (laughs) Some days you have nine cups of coffee. And the next day you have none, and you know you 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 think you're giving yourself your body a chance to purge all that caffeine and shit out of your bloodstream, but it's probably doing more work. You know, it's like when, when you do heroin for a long time. I mean, I've never done it, but this is just what you know. I watch a lot of TV you do heroin for a while, you don't just stop doing heroin. You go on methadone and then most people just die off of that because that's, from what I've heard, it's as addictive, if not more addictive than the actual thing. Um, But we'll stay positive and we'll say that you end up kicking methadone, you have to do it in stages. I feel like that's kind of where I'm at with energy drinks. I have to, if I'm going to have, you know, five cups of coffee or three energy drinks, the next day, maybe only have one, you know, drink some water every once in a while. I don't know why it's so difficult for me to drink water when it's cold out. When it's hot outside, dude, when it was, when I first moved out here and it was like 110, 111, like super fucking hot. I was ripping through water left and right. I mean, I'm talking a gallon to a gallon and a half a day. Cause the second you walk outside, that gallon's gone. You're just immediately sweating. But now that it's colder out. Maybe I have to drink, you know, warm water like I'm fucking 80. Warm up some, you know, warm up some water before bed. I don't don't want to be that person. who has to, like, drink warm milk before I go to bed. Dude, if I had warm milk, I'm not doing anything but shitting for the entire night. Who can do that? Do people or do people are just like, all right, time to go to bed. I'm going to have a glass of warm milk. Like, you know, this is fucking Happy Gilmore. I feel like most people are lactose intolerant now. So if you have a warm glass of milk, you're pooping. You're pooping all night and you're not getting any sleep. Dude, that's the worst part about being sick is not getting sleep. Because that's kind of the, the, you're like, you know, at the, end of the, at the end of the day, no matter how terrible your life is going or how your perception of how terrible life is going, you know that when you go to bed, those are the few hours that you're just, you don't have to think about anything, you're good to go. And then when that gets interrupted, dude, you're pissed. It fucks up. I don't know what it is, but I guarantee there's some kind of a chemical imbalance that happens when you don't get enough sleep. <sighs> I was puking. Now I got a cough. My fucking throat itches, giggity. I don't know what it is. Hopefully, I feel good. I did I did um, hear something funny, though, before I started the road trip is I flew out to San Diego, so I'm chilling in the Austin airport. It's, you know, 930 in the morning, so I'm like, hey, let's grab a drink because, you know, that's what you do when you're in an airport. I go grab a drink. I got a gin and tonic, which is not like me. Um, I rarely, if ever, drink gin. Uh, gin for me is one of those things where so, like somebody brings gin to the party and you haven't had anything, anything to drink yet. And they just make you a gin and tonic. And then you're like, well, I guess I'm drinking gin and tonic for the rest of the night. It, that's kind of the thing that happens with gin, at least for me. But for whatever reason, when I walk up, when I got up to the bar, the like, guy was like, you know, what can I get you? And I, I I almost immediately without thinking, I was like, I want a gin and tonic and a side of French fries. It's 930 in the morning. They're like, we the fucking oil isn't even hot yet. We just opened, sir. Like, those fries are gonna take you at least thirty minutes. And I was like, bro, my flight doesn't leave till twelve. Why am I here four hours early? I don't know. Maybe it's just an excuse to go drink. But, chilling there, enjoying my gin and tonic. Half hour later, I I get my fries. Every every uh, ketchup container, because I'm I'm at the bar, right? So it's like every you know four feet. There's like napkins and ketchup and mustard and mayonnaise for what... I don't even think they had anything that had mayonnaise on the menu. Forks, napkins, you know, all the shit. Well, every single... Every single little uh, part... The fucking ketchup was out. And I was like, God damn it. So I fucking went and got ketchup down. Because I wasn't... The guy was stressing, dude. The guy was... The guy was... It was like his first day on the job, and they were like, you're going to work the 9 a.m. shift by yourself. Like, you, you do it all. He's back there cooking. <laughs> I was like, I feel terrible for this guy. So I am i don't want to be that guy who's like, um, can you get me some ketchup? Because I saw across the way that they had the little packets of ketchup. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be that guy. This guy's probably already on edge. Last thing I need to do is, you know, have this guy just get suicidal all because I asked him for... For some ketchup, so I just walk my fucking gin and tonic ass all the way over, grab about five or ten of these packets, chilling, hanging out. As I'm enjoying my scalding hot French fries, job well done, Austin Airport. Those fries were crispy; they were fucking blazing hot, probably because it was the first batch of the day. It's not like tortillas, like you know how when you warm up tortillas on the stove. The first two take forever, and then you throw like the third and the fourth one on, and it's like rapid speed. It's kind of like with steaks, too, you know? I was going somewhere with this, and I don't remember where I was going. Oh, okay. I was enjoying my hot fries and my gin and tonic, and this couple comes up to me. This dude, probably, I don't know, maybe a little bit older than me, mid to late 30s, maybe 40. I don't fucking know. Who knows nowadays? Tom Brady's like 55 and he looks 22. So I don't even know how old some of these people are. But I'm going to guess he's probably late 30s, early 40s. He comes up, sits next to me, um, him and his girlfriend, wife, whoever the fuck she is. They're just minding their own business, whatever. And then I overhear, because um, that's what you do when you're in an airport or pretty much anywhere that you like to eavesdrop. That's kind of just what makes the world go around. And I hear him order, can I get a vodka soda on the rocks? Now, I was very confused because I immediately snap reaction. Was I wanted to just kind of like laugh in my head like, this fucking guy. This guy doesn't even drink. Like, vodka soda on the rocks. Like, you're not going to blend that shit. I'm trying to blend soda up. That shit just burst out like (laughs) shit would get fucking wild. But then I was just like, you know what, fine, whatever. And then I was thinking, I was like, dude, what if this was his first time ever drinking, he's with this girl, he's trying to impress her, I don't know why he picked the airport to try to impress her, but you know, that's irrelevant, and he was like, you know what, I never drink, it's, I'm fucking 40, we're going to Tahiti, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking drink, she's drinking, she had like a white wine or whatever, he was just chilling, and then he got his vodka soda on the rocks, and he's hanging out, and I'm kind of like piecing this guy's whole life together, that was probably false, but It was fun. And I was just thinking like, dude, what if this was his first cocktail, right? He's like, I'm going to do this. I found the, you know, the woman of my dreams. We're going, it might've been his honeymoon. They're fucking going to Tahiti. He's like, I'm going to start drinking, but we'll just see what happens. You know, I've I've gone 40 years. I've gone 40 years without having any problems. Let's see what happens on, on the, you know, on the back nine gets his first vodka soda, next thing you know, he's like, ooh, this tastes good, has one more, get a little nervous for flying, maybe has one more, so he's three vodka sodas deep, never had booze in his life, he's feeling fucking, you know, stoked, gets on the airplane, they finally find out that it's their honeymoon, bam, bottle of champagne, this guy's getting twisted, he has no idea what's in store for him, bam, they get to Tahiti, get some Mai Tais, get some fucking crazy-ass lemonades that have a little swirl on the side like like you get in Vegas and the nice little cups or the nice, you know, glasses. Next thing you know, 18 months later, his life is in shambles. He's a fucking full-blown alcoholic. His wife already left him 18 months in, um, all because of that one choice. Because at 9.42 in the morning during the week at an Austin Airport bar he decided that he was going to start drinking or or not maybe that's not what happened but you know what my story is way more fun but that's life man you know that's fucking that's, that's what it is but then i got sick and i remember this one thing that i my a girlfriend that i had this is a while ago. She had said something along the lines of like, guys overblow giggity. Overblow getting sick. Meaning like we like we make it a bigger thing than it really is. And you I think she's right. I think she's a hundred percent right. I'm sure we all don't do it, but I know I do. I feel a little scratch on the back of my throat, and I'm like, this is it, dude. I'm fucking dying. This is just what this is this is this is where it ends. You know, meanwhile, women are just pushing kids out of their vagina nine months later. Like, how is that not insane? Dude, do you remember watching that video? They made us watch a movie. Forget the name of it. But they used to make us watch a movie in like the seventh grade of childbirth, and if that doesn't make you terrified of getting laid for at least a few days, because then after a few days, you're like, ah, it's fine, plus I think the movie was shot in like the 70s or some shit, the movie quality is garbage, and she's got like a big old bush, like major bush, dude, major bush, major bush reporting for duty, the whole thing just looks like you know those videos when you go to a museum and then you get to, like, the exhibit and they're like, watch this, watch this video of, you know, uh, J. Edgar Hoover, you know, fucking signing this document. This is the pen that he used. And it's in, like, a glass case and you have to watch this fucking 30-minute video on loop. That was kind of how it was shot. It was shot terrible. There's no way they're showing that now. What was that movie called? Wasn't it called, like... I want to say it was called the miracle of life but i don't think that's right let's see what is it miracle of life movie bro it's called the miracle of life 1983 you can watch it right now um i'm pretty sure this is it right where that i don't want to like Google image this, because then I might throw up all over, all over my mixer, but I think this is it, and it's basically, it's this weird tale, okay, it's not like a Quentin Tarantino movie, but it, it fucking scars you like one, so I remember being, I mean, dude, you're 7th, 8th grade, so you're what, like 10, I think I watched this like right after, like, a couple months after 9-11 happened. So, it was a fucking wild year. I didn't know what what was up, what was down, what was going on. And then they're like, here's fucking childbirth, dude. You guys are just little humans. You process all of this right now. Maybe that's why our generation is so fucked. But I wonder if they show this. I wonder if they show Major Bush <laughs> in schools now. Because that was back in what? 7th grade, 2001, for 20 plus years later, we got VR and shit. Dude, imagine, do they just like have a movie in 4K and it's just, that's got to be way worse, right? They have like a VR mode where like you're delivering the baby. Dude, what if if you're delivering the baby and dude, what if that's going to be training for like labor and delivery nurses in like 15 years? You put these, they're like, all right, welcome, you're going to be a nurse. You got through school, put on these, you know, metaverse glasses and, you know, wear these gloves. And, you know, let's just let, this is the final test. Let's see what happens. You put these gloves on. They have like headphones that go on so you can like hear everyone just screaming and you get like the whole ambiance of it. Dude, maybe it's like like the Jurassic Park ride, you know, they like splash water. On your face, like as the baby's coming out, there's just someone that's just throwing water on you, like the splash stone. they pump fucking iron in <laughs> into their room, so it smells like blood. You're just gloved up from the toes up, like fucking e t. <laughs> like you're just you're just ready. you're just ready to go. What happens if you fail? How do you fail? Do you like drop the kid? We throw up all over the goggles? like that, that might. That might be like their like litmus test to know if you're actually qualified to deal with the real world. Then if you do that, then you graduate to humans. I don't know. Just a thought. Anyways, What are you guys up to? <laughs> What's new in your world? Is it cold as fuck where you live? Dude, it's been cold as dick lately. I swear to God. I left Texas. Uh, last, uh, Wednesday, it was 82, 83, 90% humidity, you know, pretty normal fall. And then I come back and it's like 35 mile an hour winds. It's fucking 38 degrees. I woke up this morning. It was 24 Kobe. I woke up at, it was fucking 24 degrees. And I was like, fuck this shit. I couldn't imagine being like in construction and shit. I used to do that. That was, like, one of my first jobs. I did it for a few years with my dad and my uncle. Dude, I quickly knew. I was like, yep, I'm going to get involved in a different, different, different route. I am not trying. You learn a lot, and I appreciate construction workers deeply because we need them, and they're some of the smartest motherfuckers out there, regardless of the stereotypes. You're just out there just fucking ripping cigs and shit. Dude, did (laughs) did you guys see fuck i forgot who it was who let me grab my phone there was a a video of i forget which quarterback it was fuck hold on it it'll, it'll be worth finding it That's the first thing you need yeah <laughs> yeah it was uh so Blake Bortles there's this video that somebody posted of him with like this real estate agent or something. I don't know who she is. She's hot and she's clearly like into Blake Bortles and he's just being the most real motherfucker. So the first clip is them in like the bedroom and she's like kind of leaning on the bed and she's like, so what do you do when you first wake up? I don't know what kind of answer she was expecting. And then he gives the answer. I'll play it here in just a moment. And then the next clip is them sitting down and she's like so what would you be doing if you didn't you know if you weren't a quarterback in the NFL and dude his answers to both of them are a, he's a fucking legend all right hold on god damn it uh god damn it when you wake up in the morning um usually just piss okay uh <laughs> what would you do if you weren't playing football if i wasn't playing football um work in construction ripping cigs what's the the, what would you be doing if you weren't playing football probably playing probably in construction ripping cigs that is the fucking man Blake Bortles is dope yeah dude ripping cigs I used to smoke so much so much I mainly stopped because I got tired of my parents hounding me about it which I guess is a good thing like (laughs) if 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 my parents didn't give me shit for smoking cigarettes at 17 years old. Dude, I, I, I fucking started smoking when I was 15. 15, not like consistently. Had my first cigarette when I think I was like 13 or 14. And I hated it like most people. And then you start drinking like 14, 15. I'm assuming this is like most people. 14, 15, like as soon as you get, you know, into freshman year, maybe even before that. And then that one friend smokes cigarettes and you're like, I can't believe you smoke cigarettes. And they're like, have you tried it? And you're like, yeah, and no, I didn't like it. I don't know why your voice is like that. But then you're like, all right, fine, I'll just have a drag. And then you have a drag of it and your whole world opens up. And you're like, oh my God, this feeling is amazing. It's almost worth you smelling like complete shit for that feeling. Now they have like pouches and fucking mints and there's a whole bunch of pussies now. Like if, if, if you're going to... If you're going to get nicotine, fucking man up and smoke cigarettes. God damn it. I don't want these vape pens. Like, no, dude. I don't, want, I don't want to fucking sit next to you and you smell like cotton candy. No, I want to smell Camel Lights. Not Camel Blues. Camel Lights or Camel Crushes. Do Camel Crushes fucked? I was a big fan of Camel Crushes. I had buddies that smoked menthols and I didn't like them. And I was like, dude, as a favor to you, we're bu- as a favor to each other, We're both going to switch up and we're all going to buy camel crushes. That way we all win. And then what would you do? You would rip like three quarters of it and then you would crack the filter so that it turns into the menthol, finish it up. It's like a little mint, you know, at the end there. And then, you know, you fucking throw it away and you're good to go. You still smell like absolute dog piss, but in your mouth, you feel like you're healthier. <laughs> I wonder if there's people out there that like, I smoke menthol cigarettes because it makes it, I'm healthier because it doesn't smell or it doesn't taste like smoke. You know, there's gotta be at least a handful of those motherfuckers. They're probably dudes. Let's be real. More than likely they're dudes because that sounds like some dumb shit that does dudes dude say. We got Thanksgiving coming up. No, that's next week. We'll talk about that next week. It's not next week. Is it the week after? What fucking day is it? Who am I? Um, It is next week. Yeah, we'll talk about Thanksgiving. Dude, Thanksgiving fucks, huh? Thanksgiving might be my favorite holiday. Hands down. Football, all day. Drinking is fully acceptable at 9 a.m. It's all about it. Hanging out with friends and family, all about it. Or maybe just friends. You may fucking hate your family. That's fine. Hang out with some friends. Check. Get some dope food. Check. Take take multiple naps during the day. Check. Leftovers for fucking weeks. Check. It's a win-win. It's the best. The only thing that people can fuck up on is the choice of dessert. If I get to your house and you only have pumpkin pie... I'm going to fucking punch you right in the throat. Just like Morpheus. I'm, I need pecan pie. I need sweet potato pie. I, I I will even go... Out Is sweet potato pie better than pumpkin pie? That's a hot take. I don't know if it is. They both fuck really, really hard. That's like saying, do you like cake or do you like donuts? Like, I'm going to... I'm going to fuck them both up. You know what I mean? I might have to go pumpkin. I don't know. I've had a really good... Pecan pie fucks too though. Green beans, you can... Oh dude, legit. If you can make a legit green bean where they're not like mushy but they're... Dude, I'm getting... My fucking mouth is watering. Just, Just thinking... Fuck the turkey. I don't even care if you make a turkey. Just give me some ham nah you gotta have turkey turkey ham mac and cheese is a fucking must if you don't make mac and cheese for thanksgiving you are messing up hard big time mashed potatoes and gravy i can kind of go without had one had them all you know what i mean unless you're putting fucking hot cheetos or something wild in your mashed potatoes and gravy i have probably had it it's all delicious You know what I mean? Green beans, you can fuck up green beans very quick. They're either good or they're hot garbage. Cornbread. If you don't have cornbread, we're not friends. What else is there? I feel like I'm missing. What else is there? I feel like I was like, I'm not going to talk about Thanksgiving. And now we're just talking about Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving food. Stuffing. I This might be a hot take. Stuffing is better than mashed potatoes and gravy. Because stuffing, maybe not the gravy, because the gravy you can put on the turkey. You can kind of just coat everything in gravy. You know what I mean? It's kind of like the ranch of Thanksgiving. But the mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes have to be kind of have to have have to be kind of clumpy, right? If they're like smooth, smooth, you can get out of here with that. Green bean casserole, fox. Dude, I am all about this sweet potato pie. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna have to go sweet potato pie over, over over pumpkin. Yeah, we we need to normalize making having like. Set meals for different holidays. Like Halloween, you have, you eat fucking, I don't know. Dude, cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce fucks too. I feel like Thanksgiving is more about the accessories than it is the actual hot, like main dish. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the turkey's great. You can easily fuck up a turkey, it it can be too dry. But if you have like terrible gravy, terrible. Macaroni and cheese, terrible green beans, terrible cranberry sauce, which I kind of feel like the only acceptable thing of cranberry sauce should be the ones with the clumps in it. That jelly shit can get fucked, unless you're making a sandwich, maybe, but even then that's probably a pass for me. And then as soon as you're done eating, it's like, all right, who wants dessert? Because everyone brought some dessert. There's cupcakes. There's fucking bagels. Bagels. No, <laughs> I say brownies. Imagine somebody has the balls to bring bagels to Thanksgiving. They're like, all right, here we go. Let's make our turkey sandwiches on everything bagels, which actually, now that I say it out loud, sounds kind of dope. Imagine if you brought everything bagels, like fresh baked everything bagels or like jalapeno cheese bagels. To Thanksgiving and everyone made sandwiches out of it. Put some mac and cheese in there, dude. Did I just invent something? Thanksgiving sandwich on an everything bagel with like a fat, you know, slice of like pepper jack or Swiss, dude. Throw that bitch. Here's 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 what you do. I haven't even smoked weed today, and I'm fucking just going down these rabbit holes. Here's what you do, you get an everything bagel, fresh bake. you cut it in half, you get a, a thing of Swiss cheese or pepper jack, you put it on the bottom layer, put that bitch in the um, microwave or a uh, toaster oven for about three or four minutes so it gets you know melted and toasty. Throw it, you layer up with the jelly because it's cold, you do that after. You do that, you go turkey, you go ham, you go either mashed potatoes if you're a psycho or you go mac and cheese on top of that, put the other thing on top and then you can dip it in the fucking gravy. Let's go. If you're listening to this and you do that this Thanksgiving, take pictures and send it to us. Okay? beer 19 at gmail.com because that sounds amazing and there's no fucking way I'm doing it because I'm not going to cook a whole meal just for this. But if you do that, it doesn't have to be an everything bagel. We don't have to get down to the fucking, you know, cross the T's and dot the I's. We don't have to get into the details. If you put your Thanksgiving dinner on a bagel and you tell me it fucks, take a picture and I will assess. I'm sure it's going to be amazing. So yeah, we'll talk about Thanksgiving next week. <laughs> Let's do decks of the past. I'm good. Time machine. Function. Three. Two. One, this is Dicks of the Past. Alrighty, November 18th, 2013. What the fuck happened? Um, The best offer directed by, I don't even know how to say his name. Was one of the most viewed movies in 2013. What was the best offer? The best offer. Who was in it? Psychological. Oh, no, I had not seen this. Jeffrey Rush, Jim Sturgis, Donald Sutherland. It's a psychological thriller, so I'm always down. Dude, there was a movie. There was a movie that I watched with my cousin like 15 years ago. And I don't know how to explain it without giving away the ending. Because it was the craziest ending. Well, one of the craziest endings to a movie. The last scene... So it's like a home invasion movie, right? And I think it's Italian or French. Home invasion movie. And the dad ends up getting separated from the daughter and the mom to go to the ATM with one of the robbers. And he goes to the ATM, and then when he comes back, the house is, like, completely in shambles, so he knows what's going on. Like, he thinks that there's, like, some shit that went down. And it shows a side-by-side shot of the mom. I think this is how it goes down. The mom and the daughter in one of the rooms, and the the father... Walking, trying to like navigate through the house and it's split screen and then it merges as soon as he gets into the room with them or something, both side by side shots merge into one picture and then it like the ending happens. And I want to say it was a movie called, oh, I think it was Kidnapped. What's the name of it? Kidnapped movie. I'm pretty sure. Oh no, that was, this is with Halle Berry. This isn't it. Kidnap movie, French. Yeah, Kidnap, 2010. Yeah, this movie is nuts. If you haven't seen it, you need to go check it out. Um, I'm not crazy, right? This is the movie? Yeah. Yeah. The last scene of this movie is fucking... Yeah, because they're in Madrid. There we go. Spain. French, Spain. Same thing. Yeah, it is... It's a wild movie. If you're feeling froggy and you want to get crazy and watch a wild movie, look for Kidnapped. Crazy, crazy movie. Um... What else we got going on? The Book Thief by Marcus Zusak. Zusak? Zusak. Z-U-S-A-K. Marcus Zusak. Whose sock is it? Zusak. (laughs) The Good or The Book Thief was one of the best-selling books. The fuck is this movie or what is this about? Let's look. This guy who just steals books like uh, Nick Cage and National Treasure or what? Um, the novel is about the adventures of, oh Jesus, I don't even know, this is, it's some fucking German name, during the time of war. By personifying death as a tangible thing, the novel narrates a unique perspective into the world of the victims of the war. So it's lighthearted. It's very, <laughs> it's very lighthearted. The whole thing is narrated by this guy who goes by the synonym death during Nazi Germany to World War II. You know, that sounds, that sounds like real. If you if you really want to watch, uh, if you really want to read this book, you should read it right after you watch Kidnapped and just basically try try to minimize the uh, antidepressants that you go on following this fucking adventure. Jesus Christ, what a dark dicks the past. If you're playing video games, you're playing a game called Don't Starve. Hey, let's just keep on, let's just keep on track to... The, th- the fucking theme of death and destruction. What is this game? Don't Starve is a survival video game developed by the Canadian indie video game developer Cleo Entertainment or Clee Entertainment. The game follows a scientist named Wilson who finds himself in a dark, dreary, parallel world known as The Constant and must survive as long as possible. To this end... The player must keep Wilson alive, fed, and mentally stable. That's the trick. As he avoids a variety of surreal and supernatural enemies that will try to kill and devour him. So it's life. You play life, dude. This is fucking... They're just trying to prep, prep kids for life. The game's adventure mode adds depth to the sparse plot and pits Wilson against the game's supposed antagonist, Maxwell. Yeah, that sounds like a real bummer. Yeah, so go ahead and read The Book Thief and then watch Kidnap and then play this game all night and tell me you don't go insane. Jesus Christ, let's get involved with sports, huh? NBA, there's not a lot going on. There's rumors, talks, if you will, Potentially about Anthony Davis getting traded away. I don't know if that's going to happen. Obviously, I don't work for them, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going on. All I know is that John Morant just fucking like murdered everybody in New Orleans last night or two nights ago. He put up like 40 points or 38 points and just dunked on everybody. So that's been fun to watch. Um, Baseball, we got nothing, dude still trying to find out where Aaron Judge is going to go. I think they got Anthony Rizzo for a couple more years, them meaning the Yankees. There's rumors that Carlos Correa might go to the Dodgers, which would be hilarious because he was on that team that cheated and then they're like, "Oh, this is fine, dude. Don't worry about it. Play shortstop, you're good to go." <laughs> like if we get anybody from that fucking Astros team onto the Dodgers, I'm I'm going to be fucking very upset. Because it's truly, like, as of right now, I'm still pissed about the whole cheating thing. But if the Dodgers are like, it's fine, dude, whatever, come play shortstop. Not saying it was just Correa. I'm saying he was on that team. It would just be a bad look. You know what I mean? He's one of the best shortstops out there. I think we should have kept Corey Seager, but, you know, can't look back. But that that would definitely be wild. If Carlos Correa came to the Dodgers. That would be absolutely insane. And uh, even though he's a great player. Out of principle. I don't want it. So we'll fucking see what happens. UFC fights. Dude the fights last week. That card may have been one of the best cards. For sure card of the year. I would guess. I would have to go back and look. But it's definitely up there. The Michael Chandler Dustin Poirier fight. Was probably fight of the year. Um. Crazy, crazy fucking fight. Michael Chandler, even when he loses, has, like, they're very entertaining, fun fights. Even if you're not involved with UFC or you don't watch fighting or anything like that, you, you you could have, my mom could have watched that fight, who doesn't really know anything about fighting, and she would be like, Jesus, that fight was wild. You know what I mean? Like, it was one of those fights. So That was awesome. The Zhang Weili and the Carla Esparza fight was also wild. Um, Zhang, Le, Zhang Weili coming back and winning the champion um, chip for the second time. Then we had the Izzy and the Pieta fight. That was also wild. When all the way to the fifth round, Izzy was kind of winning that fight. And then um, there was just, it, there was, it was, it, some people thought it was an early stoppage, you know, because Izzy kind of got. He kind of like took some punches when he fought Kelvin Gastelum. And so that was kind of his argument where he was like, dude, you guys saw that fight. I think it was, I think Mark Goddard ref that fight too. So I think that was his his argument to like not wanting the fight to get stopped that early. Was he was like, dude, I've taken shots like this before even longer and come back and win. Like, why'd you stop it kind of a thing? I don't know. Obviously the fight was wild. It was a very fucking good fight. It reminded me kind of of, like, the Leon Edwards fight, except Leon Edwards, like, completely stopped Kamara Usman, so it's not like that. But as far as the speeches that the corners gave in Leon Edwards and Pereira, that was, they were very similar. It was, like, something out of Rocky. It was absolutely insane. I was at a bar, and the volume was kind of fucked, so I couldn't hear what they were saying. I eventually I saw it, you know, on social media and shit later. But it was very inspirational. And then he just goes out and wins the belt for five, six fights into the UFC. I think it was four, maybe even, and um, comes out and does it. So it's pretty wild. I'm sure there'll be a rematch. In probably most of these fights, probably I don't know if Zhang Wei Li is going to end up fighting Rose or if she ends up fighting Shevchenko and does that or what. I would guess Pereira is probably going to fight Izzy for the rematch probably sometime in the next five months. They announced Volkanovski and Islam Makhachev. I think that's for February or whatever the Australia card is. That's going to be insane. We're all curious to see what... Volkanovski looks like at 155. We just saw Islam put on a fucking dominant performance when he fought Charles Oliveira. And Charles Oliveira is one of the best fighters of all time. So, like, we're very curious. There's a lot of a lot of questions that we're kind of curious about as far as that 55 division with everybody coming up and doing their thing. It was great. It was a fucking absolutely great fight. Um, I don't know who we got this week. After that card, it's like kind of um, we do have fights this week. This is the Derek Lewis fight. So this is going on. This is a day fight. So I probably won't. I'll probably have to rewatch this. But yeah, dude, fights this week, fights next week. Or not next week, but the week after. We got the Kevin Holland and Wonderboy fight after that. Tai Vasa's is fighting. Derek Brunson's on that card. Rafael Dejan, Dos Anjos is on that fight, on, on that card. And then we got the Valentina, or the, Jesus Christ. We got the Jiri Prohaska and the Glover Teixeira rematch. The Jan Blahovic and the magomed Ankalaev fight. We got the P- Patty Bimblett, Jared Gordon fight, Robbie Lawler, Bryce Mitchell. This is a fucking fantastic card. This is December 10th. Prelims, we got Gustafson and OSP fighting. That's insane. We got Darren Till on this card. We got Jarzinho Rosenstrike fighting Chris Dawkis. Chris Curtis and Joaquin Buckley's on the early prelims, which is insane. That could easily be a prelim or even a opening of a main card fight. What's the last fight of the year? The Cannoneer, Sean Strickland? Yeah, that's going to be great. I don't even think they've fully filled that card out for the December 17th fight. A lot of good shit, man. Um, Moving on to the NFL. Um, A Seahawks loss. Barely, though. I'm not even really bummed about it. I mean, I'm bummed that they didn't win, but um, I don't know. Tom Brady's got that post-divorce glow or whatever the fuck because... He's 2-0 and since they filed papers. So there's, call it coincidence, call it whatever you want. But came back, won. Basically, we tried to come back and win. It just didn't work out. I didn't watch the game. I was flying. And United doesn't have TVs. So I, don't, I wasn't going to pay $15 or whatever for Wi-Fi for two hours. It just would have been shitty service anyways. So I didn't watch the game but I watch the highlights so that's all I can do um I'm recording this Wednesday so I'm going to include the Thursday night game the Titans Packers game into my predictions um so we got Titans Packers at Lambeau. I mean this is this could be this could maybe be game of the week potentially I haven't even looked at the rest of the games but both teams are playing pretty well. Packers came back. They have that momentum shift after they just beat the piss out of the Cowboys. They came back and won after being down like fourteen points or whatever the fuck. Lord knows they needed it. They need it's week eleven, so like the Packers need a momentum shift if they're gonna even try to go for for the playoffs. So they're at home. They're playing the Titans. Titans are looking fine. They just beat Denver, which isn't like a huge thing, but Um, Titans are looking good Derrick Henry is looking good Their defense is looking good Their offensive line is looking good Tannehill's doing whatever Tannehill can do Um, I'm going to go Titans on this one I'm going to go Titans by like a razor thin margin But I'm not going to say what Because I don't want to get too far into the weeds here But I will go Titans on that Next up we got uh, Sunday Which is Bears and the Falcons Um, Justin Fields is fucking killing it Marcus Mariota had that wild, weird game against um, fuck. Who did they just play? Jacksonville or no Carolina? Yeah, because like Baker Mayfield was headbutton motherfuckers with no helmet. I was like, what are you doing? You fucking idiot! You just asking to get CTE because he's stoked because they're three and five or whatever the fuck they are. Um, I'm gonna go Bears heavy on this one. Um, Eagles, Colts, Eagles with their first loss against the uh, against Washington. They are playing the Colts, who have a giant momentum shift after just beating the shit out of the Raiders, Jeff Saturday's first game as interim coach. They're in Indianapolis. They're coming off of that big win. People are going to be fucking hyped in Indy. So I'm going Colts. I'm going to say the Eagles win back-to-back or lose back-to-back weeks. Jets at uh, Foxborough or whatever the fuck they call it against the Patriots. Um, I'm going to go Patriots on this one we got uh Washington in Houston playing the Texans um i'm going to probably go commanders on this one just solely off of the fact that they just beat the best team in the NFL uh the week prior so they got that you know erection still going we got the Rams against New Orleans i fucking can't stand the Rams so i'm going to have to go Saints and some of my best friends are Saints so go Saints Browns and the Bills um Bills. I'm going to go F- Bills on this one. I think Deshaun Watson's back next week or the week after, after whenever they play the Panthers. So we'll talk about that. I think he was just allowed to start practicing with the team um, today, Wednesday. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. We got Carolina in Baltimore playing the Ravens. Um, I'm going to go Baltimore. On this, I know Carolina just came off of that bear that win off of um, off of um, the Falcons, but uh, they're playing in Baltimore. It's going to be cold as fuck probably in Baltimore, and Lamar is going to do his thing. So I'm going to go Baltimore on that one. We got Lions at the Giants. I'm going to go Giants on this one. That rounds out the noon games. Moving on to the afternoon games: Raiders, Broncos. Um, I'm probably gonna skip this game, but I'm probably gonna go ra- I don't even know dude. I don't even know who to pick in this. Raiders Broncos like um I have to I have to pick somebody though. I'm gonna go Raiders. I'm gonna go Raiders on this. uh if they don't beat the Broncos, there's gonna be pe- pe- fucking people are gonna be in going insane in Vegas. So I'm going to go Raiders on that Cowboys against the Vikings. Cowboys coming off that big loss. Vikings coming off that big win. They're in Minneapolis. I'm going to go Vikings. We got Bengals in Pittsburgh against the Steelers. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, all the boys uh, in Cincinnati. are kind of on and off. Kind of like the Steelers, but I think the Bengals are going to end up winning uh, this one in Pittsburgh. We got the Chiefs and the Chargers. I'm going to go Chiefs. That's going to be our Sunday night game. They're in L.A. playing the Chargers. Monday night game, we got Niners-Cardinals. I feel like the Niners just had a Monday night game. Am I crazy? Didn't they just play the fucking, oh, no, that is Sunday night game. Got it. Divisional rivalry, Niners and the Cardinals. I need this to be a draw. I'm okay. um, good. Who is highest in that division? Because I need them to lose. Let's look. Standings, NFC West. NFC. Um, I need the Cardinals to win. That way they match up evenly with uh, the Niners. Now, they're still a game behind, but that's because they haven't had had a bye week yet. But regardless, if the Niners win, then they're tied for first with us in the NFC West. So I need the Cardinals to win. Are they playing in Arizona? Uh, Let's see, games. They're in Arizona. So you're telling me there's a chance. And I have DeAndre Hopkins playing, so I need him to just do the fucking Lord's work. You know what I mean? Cool. That is it for sports. Um, We got Album of the Week. I went with Blonde from Frank Ocean. Came out in 2016. Good. Yeah, that's all we got for you. I'm going to go take a bunch of Mucinex and do a shot and play Warzone 2 because Warzone 2 just came out. Everyone's already complaining about it, because that's what we do as humans. Um, if you play a war zone and you want to get involved, hit me up, send me an email, cookiesandbeer19 at gmail.com. We will fucking squad up and we'll get we'll just yell at each other because that seems like what everyone does on uh, on Call of Duty. So let me know. In the meantime, you guys be safe, you guys be good humans, and I will talk to you guys next week. Later.